Do I sound okay like this? Hi, hi Lucas. Hey. Hi. 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 So, people are probably really confused right now. Yeah, you want to do a podcast? Like, we should do a podcast. I think, I think we should do a podcast. No, let's... No preparation whatsoever. So, just like the old times. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so see, I... It, the stars have all aligned here, and not the star fields, not the sea of stars, not, not none of those things. You know, about two, three weeks ago, I found some banana milk, Lucas. So I took that as a sign. And then last week, McDonald's announced that next month they're returning the McRib. My God. So, I, I mean, there was another sign. Yeah. So I, I, I think you know what that means, Lucas. Bring it back. It's time to prime. To prime. But as you may know, if you're listening to this, you might not know what we mean by that. And if so, shame on you. Uh, you know, we did this little other show for years, PSVG Prime. We did a lot of stuff there, and you know, we kind of disbanded. We didn't have time and life, and you know, just got kind of tough to do it. So, you know. I figure we come back to Flexipose where, you know, we're never going to be prepared. Things are never going to be timely. Uh, and probably the content's going to be out of date. So we figured we reinvent Prime as a show once a month on the Flexipose Patreon. I think it's also going to be released in the regular feed eventually. So you might be listening to this really late, depending on what Jason wants to do. But what we're going to do is we're going to cover all the stuff you might have missed from the previous month every month. So that's right. This is October's episode. So everything we're going to talk about is from September. So we can catch you up. You might be hearing this stuff for the first time. Who knows? But uh, yeah, we're, we're covering all the stuff that you might have missed that we might have missed, you know, because we're never on time with anything. And hell, even recording this, we're five days later than we wanted to be in the first place. So it all works, right, Lucas? It's the, it's the exact start I always pictured in my head that we would have coming back to the show so it, it's true although we didn't say about 15 times today that we quit oh we yeah, started, yeah yeah so i didn't want to mess with you and be like how much would you hate me if i told you i had to you know uh, i know it's a time sensitive show but i'm gonna wash my rugs tonight so i can't <laughs> i can't talk about what games came out a month ago i'm starting a rug washing youtube channel is that okay can i do that have you I'm, seen I'm those things on tonight. TikTok? Those are fucking amazing. Of course I have. They're mesmerizing, <laughs> man. I know. It's like they take a slab of dirt and shit and turn it into a rug in front of your eyes. It's amazing. The funny thing is, is they're all businesses that do it, right? Like, But who is... Number one, how much does it cost to do that? And number two, is the right. rug even worth that? <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. Like, What sentimental value do you have attached to this rug that clearly went through, I don't know, World War II or a nuclear apocalypse? Yeah, like five hurricanes or something. I don't know. Yeah. They, it's just there. I saw one that had grass growing out of it. Like at that point, like <laughs> the way somebody picked that up and took it there. Somebody had to touch that and leave it just the way that it was. And then like, paid no. somebody to clean it. <laughs> yeah, probably twice as much as the rug was worth. God. Terrible. I'm going to yeah. do it, though. I got a rug. Cody peed on it. So there you, you go. Well, and you can make a video game out of it, too. Rug washing simulator. Oh, that's true. A lot of um, quick time events and like mini game button presses. I mean, you know, it's coming. It's going to be coming eventually. This simulator for everything. I'm playing one that that uh, Epic gave out, um, Model Builder Simulator. 
Oh, so, so instead of actually having one. to build models with glue and stuff like that. I can just click the mouses and drag paintbrushes and stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. It's... But how are you going to get super glue stuck to your fingers? I'm not. That's the glorious part of it. Dude. It's the it's about the experience around building a model. Yeah, but then it costs money and time. Yeah, that's true. I'm pretty frugal, as they say. I don't, and I don't have autosave in real life, so. <laughs> that's true. You know. Good point. Good point. Yeah. So, how the show is going to break down, it's going to be somewhat similar to what PSVG Prime was. We're going to cover uh, new releases, in this case, old releases. Uh, we'll talk about some of the news topics that tickled our fancy over the past month, and then we'll uh, just kind of go over what every month that is coming to Game Pass and PS Plus. So, that'll be the only part of the show that's really current, so you can start playing the stuff. It's available now, or it's coming in the month of October uh, to Game Pass. So we're going to cover those things and hopefully have some chuckles and fun in the meantime. But uh, we hope you enjoy and we'll dive right in with game releases in September. So, Lucas, September was kind of actually a, a decent month for games with some big titles in there. Yeah, for me, I was I was just like, dang. But I had to warn my wife. I said, we might, we might not be eating this month. I'm sorry, but it's just the way it's going to have to be. So we need more subscribers to the Patreon to listen to the show, and so Lucas can actually eat. And not <laughs> yes, could you for just one dollar you can feed my family of four for just a dollar, and, we'll, and I can we'll post some eat. pictures of his kids to Patreon too, so you can just see how cute they are, and then feel bad about yourself if you don't yeah. donate more money. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, early in the month, two massive, uh, hard-hitting RPGs came in the shapes of Baldur's Gate three and starfield both coming out on september 6th um yeah baldur's gate did come out on xbox so earlier right by a couple weeks or something like that uh, first and the playstation got a little bit later right yeah i believe so and i mean pc has had it in early access for god That's knows true. how long so yeah it's not it's it's new but you know only yeah. if you only have a playstation 5 so right. yeah that's gotcha. what i was waiting for though was ps5 my, my, yeah, you, you actually purchased this one. I did. My PC is, is showing its age, man. And honestly, I knew I'd want to play it in front of the TV instead of at the computer because uh, it has the... Instead of trying to work point-and-click movement yeah. into a controller scheme, they were like, why don't we just let you walk mm -hmm. like you normally would? And so, honestly, there was no... It was a no-brainer. I was like, yeah, I'll just get it for PlayStation 5 then. And you wanted and I, to, I, and, to watch and, the bear sex scene on the TV. Did I ever? Dude. I mean, ever since Witcher 3 came out, like, Every getting game. sex scenes along with getting the animals in there. It's on unicorns. It's on werewolves. It's on bears. You know, it don't matter. Show it to me. It's kind of ridiculous. So uh, what, are, what are your th thoughts so far in Baldur's Gate 3? Because for me, I'm going to be completely honest here. Uh, it did not click with me like at all. I was, I was actually kind of bummed. So I was looking forward to it. And I, I don't know in my head if I thought it was gonna be more of like a, a Diablo experience than what Baldur's Gate is. Yeah. Um, so I think I kind of got a little lost and I was a little overwhelmed with everything that was going on. I think I'm going to try it again, kind of just restart it because it's been too long now. But for me, it just didn't, it didn't click at all. And I was like, I, am I missing something? Cause everyone's raving about the game. You know, people love it. And it just for me, I'm like, I'm missing something here. I think, but, it's um, f 
for me, like the reason I was looking forward to it is because I had read some articles about people who said it's scratching their D and D tabletop role playing itch, which sure. I don't really get to do that much. And I will agree, it is not forthcoming with anything, any information at all, really. Um, the systems, once you get used to them, they're okay. But you, like for instance, to do mostly anything you have to open the radial menus using like R1 and then all your actions are on all these different radial menus. And if you're like, if you're a magic user, you might have like four different menus and you can customize them, but for the most part, they're built up by um, however the computer uh, sees fit to do it. And so like you might have most of your magic spells or um, let's say offensive magic spells on one radio then you, the next one might be like your buffs and your types of spells that you're just like, when the hell am I ever going to use this? Like speak with animals or talk to the dead. In my experience, when games have that type of stuff, you're just like, it, it's it's like for two specific reasons, like like occasions in the story, and then yeah. you never use it again. Yeah. And so I was just like, did they really go through and like, give dialogue to all the dead creatures that you've killed you know what i mean like what is the occasion for using this but then the rest of the radial menus are like your typical basic ap actions that you'd have in tabletop role playing like um if you want to jump if you want to dash instead of move um push uh you can even dip your weapon into poison that might be laying around in the in the world oh, uh, as you're on the battlefield and everything um so yeah there's just a lot to look at mm -hmm. and if you don't know what you're looking at like if you're waiting for the game to tell you well, like here's the the tutorial fight and now we're gonna have you do this but yeah. then we're gonna have you do this and, and so you can see it all no it just kind of no not at all just like nope let's go go do it go have fun go on an adventure but i will say it opens like crazy as hell yeah it does I, yeah. I didn't expect any of that i'm just like I is this movie still going it was like a five minute intro movie. <laughs> it was it was the kojima intro oh yeah the kojima effect yes yeah. uh so yeah overall though i'm impressed but yes large learning curve um what i'm really digging right now is i've learned how to make the environment work for me um for example one thing i've noticed is uh i have the, i had this spell and i could make spike spikes grow out of the ground in a big area of effect let's say like 15 feet circumference or something okay. yeah. so pretty big you can really mm -hmm. block off some major uh hallways and stuff with that so I'm like, okay, but are the enemies going to be stupid enough to walk into that? Sometimes they are. Goblins will just try to dash right through. Other enemies, especially if they have ranged attacks, will be on the edge of, yeah, it stop of that. Yeah, and then they'll just shoot you from afar. But there's another spell that I'm like, when am I ever going to use this? Called Command. And it allows you to either make a, a person or creature flee, make them come to you, or make them like cower in fear. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, I can make them come to me, huh? So I tried it. I put down the spike, the spike growth. And then I, on my other character's turn, I had them use the, like, come to me um, command. 
sure enough, they walk through this entire like 15 oh, feet nice. length of growth and then they die. Because it does, honestly, it's the thing that does the most damage that I had at, at that moment because every time they walked like four feet, they'd have to make another save roll for, for damage. And so yeah. they could get hit like 15 points of damage, which would kill most of your light opposition you know the mm. goblins and stuff like that so i'm just like okay i need to think outside of just throwing fireballs shooting with arrows and you know bashing with warhammers yeah. so that kind of impressed me that i'm like oh they did think about how all these systems interact with with each other so oh, okay like I said, I think I'll give it a shot again. I just need to start over. And I did take a, a magic user. Like you said, they seem to have more radial dials. So maybe I'll pick something else and see if it, yeah. it vibes with me a little bit better, you know, a little less complicated or convoluted. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, speaking of convoluted, uh, Starfield was the other mm -hmm. one. So <laughs> I I spent a good amount of time with Starfield and I believe okay. you did too as well. I think we had the same kind of complaints. Um, I didn't, I didn't spend as much time as you did. In fact, okay. I kind of feel like we probably flip-flopped here. Flip-flopped, okay. Spent a lot of star time in Starfield. Star Starfield is ambitious. I will give it that. Um, there's, there's certain things it does right. But for me, kind of the biggest thing that made me put it down, because I have not gone back to it in weeks at this point, Same. is simply the nonstop. It's a fast travel simulator. The whole scope of yes. you can fly anywhere, you can go anywhere. It's pretty much a myth because it's it's not you. You don't hop in your ship and really get to pilot your ship from one destination to another. You get on your ship, you select a, a planet from a map, an overworld map. You mm -hmm. go there, then you're floating in orbit, and yeah, you can fly around there, but you can't actually fly to the planet from there. You can only fly in the atmosphere, nor can you go to another atmosphere without going back to that menu. So. It's just constant, like, okay, land on this planet, talk to this guy, he's going to give you something, then you got to go back to this planet and give it to this person, that's your mission. So in that mission, you're getting about eight to ten load screens to do that, just two conversations. Yep. And when you're doing that 20, 30 times, it gets really old really fast. So, you, you know, it, it's not like Fallout or Skyrim or Elder Scrolls, rather, in, in that sense is that it doesn't... It, those games didn't have constant load screens, right? Like there are similarities in them. You know, the fact you can kind of pick up everything and become over encumbered all the time. And, you know, how you upgrade your characters is very similar to those games. But the traversal is very different and it's just constant loading and stuff like that, too. So it's just it got to be real tedious that it didn't seem like the juice was worth the squeeze to invest all this time in this game. Um, and then you had certain things like, uh, you know, mining for the different elements and, and building supplies. But then you have no room to store that stuff and you're just expected to know how to build and upgrade things. And it just got to be I'm like, I don't want to manage all this stuff. I want to just play this game, go on this adventure, you know, shoot some bad guys, upgrade my gear, upgrade my character and keep going. It just got to be too much. I think they they shot for the moon, pun intended, but they didn't really nail any aspect of the game where they got a little bit of everything, but nothing is perfect in it at all. And I think that's the biggest problem. And everyone's kind of like. Well, give it time. Starfield, they'll, they'll they'll release patches. They'll fix this game, guys. It's Bethesda. They they don't do that. They will release some patches <laughs> to fix bugs and stuff like that, but they're not gonna go through a cyberpunk, you know, 
rehabilitation. They're not going to do yeah. a no man's sky thing. Like they're just not going to do that. They're already on to the next game already. This game is out. There's probably still a small team working on Starfield for patches and, and bug fixes and stuff like that, but you're not going to get some major change in how the game works or operates. So you can get that out of your head right away. Yeah. I mean, like you said, the first thing I thought was the, the whole fast travel. And I think my, it's funny because it's not even really a big problem because I didn't even think about it when it comes to a game like um, Star Wars. Uh, what's what was the newest one? With the Jedi Outcast. Yeah, where it's like they never told me I'd be flying a spaceship, so I didn't even think about it. It was just yeah. like, oh, I'm going from planet to planet, whatever. Right. But here, I think my misconception, I guess, was that it would be like No Man's Sky, where yeah. I could fly wherever or. Even like um, like a flight simulator game because there is there is uh, ship battles and stuff, yeah. but I, I don't know. It's just like you said, it doesn't do enough of any of them to really make me want to play it more, and that's unfortunate because I love me a good space sci-fi game. So I kind of don't know what to do with it right now. You know what I yeah. mean? Yep. Yep. That's so, why I sat it down. Yeah, same here. I I had the pull for a little bit when I started getting into story stuff, but then it just yeah. kind of quickly went away once it opened up and I started getting like more things to do that were sort of only slightly related to what was happening. And I'm yes. just like, okay. Because yeah. none and of it, that adventure is fun. Like none of the adventure no. around is fun. So I don't want to do the secondary stuff. Exactly. And it doesn't have even the same side quest charm that like Fallout or Skyrim does. Where it's like, okay, yeah, it's not tied to the direct story, but I'm still having fun or I'm building lore in the world by doing this stuff. It's just like yeah, completely useless task. And I've I've read some spoilers for where the Starfield story goes. Uh, and mm-hmm. it Lucas, it goes places. And I'm kind of glad I'm not gonna invest you know forty hours into this game f- to get the ending that I saw that it was. I'm kinda like, oh, okay, sure. We'll we'll go there. So Oh, oh, you know, interesting. If you want to look into it, read it, but it it, it goes off the rails a lot, it seems. So. Oh, boy. Um, oh, boy. Yeah. Other other note, notes in games here, but I don't think either one of us care about them, to be honest. NBA 2K24 and EA Sports FC for Football Club, because we're not calling it FIFA anymore. 24 Can't uh, do are that. both out. Yeah. Uh, I'm not playing either one. Are you? Do you care? No, I heard NBA 2K24 is like the second worst reviewed steam game right now so other than that (laughs) yeah it's been slowly going down the downhill so yeah yeah it seems like all the annual releases are kind of going that way um one that kind of took me by surprise so this game i did review uh, and i did get to play early was uh ubisoft came out with the the new iteration of the crew uh the crew motor fest um, this game yeah. is September 14th. So this one is basically, I know like each iteration of the crew has always been decent games, I think, but they never really found their identity as to what they wanted to do. And in this game too, they once again have a different identity. identity. And this one is identity theft in the fact that this is basically Forza Horizon. Forza Horizon. Yeah, I could tell which, from the... Video. Oh yeah, hands down. Which, which, listen, it's not a bad thing. This game is actually really good. It's a lot of fun. I had more fun with this one than the most recent Horizon was it Horizon Five, I think. Five, I like Horizon yeah. Four better than Five anyway, but I like Motorfest better than Five. Um, so they take the same idea. It's a festival, all different types of, of events and vehicles. You have land, sea, and air vehicles in this one. Um, 
but it, it's basically the same premises. So you have like all these different crazy events, jumps, you know, set pieces, action pieces, stuff like that. So it's a yeah. lot of fun. It's definitely worth checking out. If you, if you don't want to spend $70 on it, like let's be smart here. It's a Ubisoft game, black Friday. It's going to be 30 bucks. So yeah. just wait till then pick it up. I'm telling you it's worth it. Especially if you're not into um, Forza uh, Motorsport, like the more serious racing that just came out. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is your alternative for something horizon like, uh, that does it really, really well. So hats off to, to Ubisoft on this one. This is this is a good one. That I think a lot of people are missing out on, and I think it's going to gain more steam when you see it uh, drop in price. I think people are going to pay a little bit more attention to it, but it's definitely good, worth playing. Cool, cool. Um, F zero ninety nine came out. Did you have you played it at all? I haven't. Not no, okay. not even a bit. All right. So Jason has, and Jason's gotten like two, at least two wins as of when I talked to him the other day on it. So yeah, he's digging it. He's liking. It. I just haven't had time. Haven't honestly picked up my Switch, and I probably won't until the end of this month when a certain Mario game comes out. Yeah. Um, Gloomhaven has come out now. Now, you and I have experience with that on PC, but it's out now on Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, XS, the whole nine. So now it's out on everything officially. Uh, I did get it on uh, Xbox um, via code, so I didn't have to buy it, um, but I have not... Uh, spent any time in it yet but for folks who are interested in playing gloomhaven but don't have that group to play with uh so much like dungeons and dragon effect with Baldur's gate and lucas um i have enjoyed the time we've had with gloomhaven so i i can't see it being bad on console or worse on console um so i think it's a good substitution it's not an easy uh game you need to coordinate with your team and, and kind of really strategize things you can't just rush in um very similar to Baldur's gate in that regard you have to think things through but uh yeah, I really enjoy Gloomhaven, so uh, yeah, I'd say it's probably a recommend. I can't see it being bad on console. Yeah, no, me either. I can see it being bad on Switch, though. <laughs> I mean, everything's bad on Switch, especially this next game we're going to talk about, Lucas. So that's Mortal Kombat! Yeah, Not to be confused with the original one. Um, have you beaten the campaign yet? I have, yeah. Okay, cool. So, I, I will say things in a non-spoiler way, but you'll understand what I'm talking about. Okay. So, I have enjoyed... Uh, Mortal Kombat 1, I beat the whole campaign. I've done some of the seasonal content. Was it Conquest? Is that what they call it? E invasion. Invasion, sorry. Yeah, um, I beat I've that done too. a little bit of that. Okay, so you can speak more on that then. Um, the last three, I think it's the last three Mortal Kombat's X11 and this one, right? This is the last three. Um, yeah. The campaigns in story mode have been absolutely phenomenal. It's like one day NetherRealm just kind of woke up and said, hey, we did a good job writing a story for Injustice. We could do this with Mortal Kombat too. You know, it's yeah. the same game. Yeah. Um, so I've loved the story. This one, again, great story. Um, great cast of characters. Um, minus one, which we'll talk about later. Uh, <laughs> I, I see that in your notes. I will say uh, it just continues to make Mortal Kombat better each iteration. Just minor tweaks and enhancements make it more fun, more enjoyable. The one thing I will say here, and this is, again, I'm going to remain non-spoiler. The story leads up to a big event right a big apex mm -hmm. that happens in here towards the end which is a lot of fun it's totally crazy it's bonkers you know a lot of fun and then you get to that final confrontation and it seemed so uneventful <laughs> the final battle yeah that yeah. was kind of like oh there's that's it credits okay and there's a post credit scene which alludes to dlc which i'm sure we're going to get anyway you know we always have that second story dlc that comes later on with mortal kombat's the last couple of times so i know there's more to come but i was like wow this is building up to a great you know third act and then just kind of and i was like oh i was a little bummed by that but other than that i've had a great time with it 
Yeah, I do feel like the story mode kind of conveniently forgets that fatalities are part of Mortal Kombat. Well, because you can't kill them in the story because you need the characters I, to stay longer. I know, but see, but like, yeah. that's... I've Especially in, in Mortal Kombat 1, I have noticed that there were times when I felt like they could probably just kill that character because they yeah. never come back up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they just don't, don't have that happen. Um, but yeah, I would say the story is definitely tight and it does get get bonkers. And I had a lot of fun with it. The the part that I was looking forward to after that was invasion <laughs> mode, which I had I had no clue really what it was. I didn't yeah. do any homework beforehand. I just knew it was part of it. So. I, I didn't know what to expect. And other than I've played the crypt mode before from yep. nine or X or whatever, um, whatever it was, but yeah. And so I, I had an idea of what it might be, but with like the idea that there's these new seasons coming out, I don't know. I guess I was expecting maybe some like cinematics, light ones or, or yeah, the yeah, ones yeah. where they're just drawings. Like when you do the um, character endings um, and they do a little bit have that, but for the most part, uh it's okay i guess my my positives with it were that um it got me using a lot of different characters mm -hmm. because they're much like pokemon as apparently where they have damage <laughs> types yes and so you know you have every damage type does more damage to whatever like fire against ice but also i think ice against fire too like they both yeah. damage each other it's weird um but you can reference a really handy chart that tells you um who to pick the roster is kind of limited though because in, yeah. it, for having this because like reptile is the only um um acid or whatever mm -hmm. uh based warrior uh he's the only one that does that type of damage you don't have to have the them match up like that but i did just for the sake of yeah not getting bored of one character you're leveling up the characters which is kind of nice it gives you something to look forward to you unlock different things each character has a different um path that they unlock so you might unlock a bunch of brutalities first or you might just unlock a costume and um a gamer tag background or something yeah, you yeah, know yeah. um so it's a little bit different each time um so that kind of kept it funky fresh my main problems with it though um are one talismans super annoying i oh, hate having yeah. to, they don't do anything yeah. and you constantly have to like delete some so that you can get the next ones that you're getting never use them they're they're pain in the ass and they're slow so when you do use them you end up getting hit half of the time hmm. uh, because they give you like an extra move basically an extra yeah. power like oh you can shoot a fireball or summon a fire orb or whatever not worth it really in my opinion um there needs to be a map I don't know why they didn't include one because it wouldn't really give you any um, sense of like, I mean, these are all gated off all these yeah, pathways yeah. until you fight. So it's not like you can go anywhere that you're not supposed to be. Um, but when you're like going back, because you'll get an item that you need to go back and open other areas yeah, yeah. of each area and of each place. And there's like nine of them, I think, or six uh, having to go back and find those places. Oh, terrible. Um, and then for the most part, the fights are okay, but if you like, you're unlocking, uh, ability points or stat points to put into your fighters. I've noticed that if you just 
really stack them into like attack or special attack, which is basically either your normal attacks or your your special moves. Yeah. Um, you can, and then you do the right matchups. You can totally obliterate everything uh, from. Okay. So like whatever special circumstances they have for each fight, uh, doesn't really matter at a certain point so um kind of a letdown i beat it and it was just kind of like all right well i did that so yeah i mean at least they're giving you something to keep going back and every season there'll be new stuff so i mean at least they're doing something yeah 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 i get your points the store has a currency that's related only to the season yep and you unlock that those coins with a k of course um as you go through the game board basically for lack yeah. of a better term yep. term um and so i appreciate that so i'm trying to unlock everything for each character because yeah. you might never see it again or That's you true. might have to buy it from the store with real money so yeah so it's a, it's a nice diversion um so the next game that came up lies of p did you play that one at all no i want to but i'm just kind of not even setting foot in it because yeah. it i don't need another game to start right now so <laughs> that's true uh, i did play it for probably only about an hour um i knew it was a souls like game mm-hmm. and i don't really play souls like games but i really want to try it just because of it being a different style you know the pinocchio story and like that i was like oh okay maybe this yeah. would be kind of cool and then i just realized why i don't play souls like games because i just i suck at them so badly so i'm like <laughs> yeah this is not for me uh looks really good uh, design seems to be really stellar, so I, I had nothing bad to say about it other than it's just totally not for me at all. So okay. I couldn't really invest a lot of time in it, but it is on uh, Game Pass for anybody that has that, so you can check it out there. Uh, also on Game Pass, the release was uh, Payday Three out on PC, PS5, and Next Gen <laughs> Xboxes. Uh, I tried to play this a couple times and just couldn't get into matches. Uh, I got into matches one time, and the rest of my squad just acted a fool and died like right away. So it just sounds about right. Yeah, so it's such a bummer. Like, I want to play this game really bad because it reminds me of that um, that game I was playing, the Crime City or whatever it was, Crime Boss. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like Boss. that, except that game I could play by myself and I didn't have to worry about, you know, being online, having to find matches and play with people on the same map that I was doing. Like, so I was I was hoping Payday was like a more polished version of what I've already played. And it's actually the, the other way around. <laughs> uh, that Crime City or Crime Boss, whatever it was, was way better than Payday 3 at least in its current iteration. So who knows, they may implement a, you know, single player offline, but right now they chose a path and they're kind of stuck with it. So uh, yeah, just kind of disappointed in that one myself. Yeah. I've read all of the, I played payday two quite a bit and hmm. uh, you would think they would have had it together. I mean, there doesn't seem to be a major change to the third game, but yeah. they they're having some serious issues. Nobody, <laughs> nobody can play it hardly. So Exactly. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, uh, last big release, um, the Cyberpunk expansion, Phantom Liberty, came out. Um, I have not touched it at all. I've never... I tried to go back to Cyberpunk once since its launch, which I was just plagued with issues when it launched. I was like, I'm just going to wait till they patch it and fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I picked it up again a couple months ago and just couldn't get into it again. But I know like the big patch either just happened or it's going to happen shortly. I don't know. The one that's supposed to fix and change pretty much everything. Yeah, I um, think it just happened. Okay. So maybe I'll try it again because it seems like a game that I should like and I just haven't yet. So uh, yeah, yeah, but no plans for the DLC for me anytime soon, at least, but uh, it's out there. I've They're read trying. that. I've read that it changes pretty much everything, the way everything plays out. And 
that if you're going to do Phantom Liberty to just or if if you haven't beat the game and you've like are halfway through to think about possibly starting a new character because of the way the changes it makes and everything gotcha. that yeah. it might be worth it just to start again but play as a different um build or something like that. Yeah, so your even though I just had started again but then put it on the back burner <laughs> yeah. i'm like okay well i guess i'll i might as well just start over again then because if you tell me i should start over i'm probably just gonna do it so yeah yeah so i'll, I'll eventually go back to two i gotta figure out if i actually own it or not i don't remember if i do so i honestly don't know um like i, I think i played it was on game pass so i think that was my thing ah uh, yeah i don't know probably so i'll have to see i'll wait i'll wait for a sale again because it, it got cheap a bunch of times and i didn't pull the trigger i thought about it and i don't think i did like i saw it as low as like 10 15 dollars i just never did it and i probably should have known hindsight i got it for five bucks from game uh gamestop <laughs> physical so yeah, yeah i i laughed because that's just now it's ridiculous. like yeah now it's back up to like 100 bucks if you want the game deal yeah yep stupid stupid um all right, let's jump into some of the news topics from September. Uh, my first one, I'll go first here. Lego's newest announced set, Lucas, coming is a piranha plant. A, a I don't want to say life size because you imagine Mario's bigger than that, but a a good size desk size yeah. piranha plant Lego set. Yeah, and it it's it's awesome. <laughs> it looks surprisingly like the leaves look how i would expect but yep. the rest of it does not like it it looks good yeah yeah it's, it's a really good look it is priced um it's only gonna be 60 bucks which is really That's awesome for that size tempting. price Five, yeah. 540 pieces so not a large um price to piece ratio which is a lot of how um lego nerds really look at the value behind a set they'll sit there and say well if this is the price and it's this many pieces then it's worth it um, so the piece count is a little low, but in my head, I'm like, this is a good desk piece. So yeah, there's not a lot to it. It doesn't look like it would appear to be a complicated build, but it's super cool. So 60 bucks, 540 pieces set to launch on November 6th, but you can check it out on Lego's website now. Um, and just kind of compared to some of the other Mario sets we've seen, um, those little interactive ones with the digital faces, those things are weird. Yeah. Um, and then we've had the, like the question block, um, and the giant Bowser, which, you know, are $270 and $170, you know, in retrospect, this, yeah. this coming in at under a hundred dollars is really dope for what it is. So yeah, it's going to be pretty popular. Yeah, I think so for sure. So I'm hoping to, uh, you know, drop some hints to the family, you know, my birthday is November 11th. So that'd be a great <laughs> birthday present. Just saying, just saying, just saying. Um, I've never built anything like that. I've only ever really built like cars, honestly. So hmm. never like a. Something that feels like you could you could accidentally crush it, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's got this big hollow space on the inside. So yeah. I'd be curious to see how, because this looks pretty strong, so to speak. It might know? actually not be hollow on the inside too. It might be it might be filled. Filled, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm wondering. Probably, I'm gonna actually, see you, know, you know, it it might it must be because I think the weight of the head, yeah, alone would make it tip otherwise. Oh yeah, that's a good point. I was gonna so say. There's probably I'll, something in there. It actually looks like there might be something that allows it to pivot, like move left and right. Mm. So it might be like a like a ball joint thing in there, like your elbow. Maximum poisable action. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna just count every single brick that I can see in this picture. I told you it's 540 pieces. One, two. Yeah, but where? What's the split? 
What's the ratio? Ah, okay. <laughs> the piranha plant's really only like two pieces. Four, four pieces, it. yeah. It's like yeah. <laughs> it looks like two in the top, two on the bottom of the red pieces. So that right there drops the piece count for sure. <laughs> uh, no, that'll be cool. You're gonna see that on a lot of people's desks, I imagine. All the streamers. in the background. Yeah, as I say, in the background of every streamer. I got a I got a spot saved for me actually in the back. There you got it. I already got it emptied behind me. Ready for nice. It. Yeah. Nice. He's ready. All he needs now is someone to buy my, it for him. My body. <laughs> my body. Um. Uh, yeah. Shall I go? Yeah. Give me some. All right. Bye. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, so do you remember when Sony was talking about how they were going to do a, a Knights of the Old Republic remake that was specifically only for the PlayStation? Yes. I think it was in like 2000, yeah, 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Showcase. Yeah. Did I, I don't even, I don't remember if I had a PlayStation at that point yet. Because I remember thinking, oh man, how am I going to play this? Uh, well, I think I can still wonder that. Because apparently Sony is doing the old uh, cover-up job on this one. Apparently they've been deleting any mention of uh, the Star Wars kotor <laughs> as as we love to say remake hiding the trailer taking off any of the tweets that they've made i don't know how to feel about that I, i'm wondering if it's more because they want to re-reveal it or if it's actually something gosh where it's like, that would be dumb it would be dumb but I, i'm trying to figure out like why but wouldn't you just announce it's canceled or it's delayed like every, everybody at this point doesn't expect anything to come out in its original announced time frame because nothing has in a long time. Yeah. Um then I, I don't know why else they would do it, but I mean they didn't show anything the first time, right? No, it was just a just a um, cinematic. Cinematic. Yep. Well, and it says here that in July 2022, Bloomberg reported that the de the developers had spent a significant amount of time and resources on a proof of concept demo that failed to pass muster at a review meeting several Ooh. senior leads were let go from the project in the following month uh kotor was basically given over to saber interactive who i believe makes the uh snow runner the runner games or publishes them or whatever um so I, maybe yeah maybe they're just going to like rewrite history a little bit and then hmm. oh, oh 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 hold on uh -oh. This has Breaking been news? updated. Breaking news. Breaking this news. was updated. A spokesperson for Sony said the KOTOR remake trailer was delisted, delisted over licensing issues. Quote, as part of normal business, we delist assets with licensed music when the licenses expire. Oh, uh, okay. But then why would they delete the tweets? Well, wouldn't, didn't that have the trailer in it? Yeah, that's true, I suppose. So. If if yeah. they didn't make any like get ready to pick up your lightsaber and join the fight all over again or whatever. Yeah. And if know. they and if they don't need to pay for that music again until it's closer to, to it being released. Then why yeah. You're why? you're just wasting money. I mean I, I get it, it seems weird and fishy, but at least it makes financial sense, I guess. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And there's actually uh an explanation that like they actually spoke out and said oh this is why we did it 
which now I'm glad I brought it up because if anybody who was listening had only read the first part and just assumed like I did, like, oh, it's probably just canceled then. Yeah, right. That's what I was thinking. Maybe I was like, well, maybe not. it's just quietly canceled or, you know, yeah. Or they're going to do a, a different game in KOTOR and not remake the, the first one, you know, kind of deal. But yeah. Yeah. Whew. Um, Crisis yeah. averted. Breaking news, everyone. Um, speaking of breaking news, really weird. Um, the announcement for the Division 3. Okay. So it was announced at where was it? The da, 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 it didn't come via a trailer or some big teaser to press conference. It was quietly announced on September 21st in a larger press release that focused on Julian Garrity, the new executive producer of the franchise. He said he has setting his sights on the Division Three as well as a plethora of other projects set in the Division universe. So it was kind of like lackluster non-announcement that they're working on this. Which is kind of crazy. So Ubisoft has been doing this. So they've been putting people in charge of certain um, franchises within their brand, right? So they have, yeah. you know, the Assassin's Creed guy. They have the Division guy. They have, you know, uh, the Far Cry guy has been announced recently, too. So he dropped that this is there. Meanwhile, we still haven't gotten that. Uh, what was it? Was it Homeland? Uh, that free-to-play one that they're supposed to be doing for the Division. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heartland. Heartland, that's it. It's a Division Heartland extraction-like shooter set in the middle of the United States featuring more rural environments and survival elements. So now they have two Division games that have been announced, neither one with any concrete release window um, date or anything. So it, it it brings to my mind now, are they taking an Assassin's Creed approach with the Division where they're going to be working on multiple projects at once? They're going to have them like all lined up and just kind of jump um, from one to another with different, you know, studios. Ubisoft obviously has a ton of different studios working on different games with just this brand person overseeing all the projects at once. Or, yeah. or what are they doing? But but either way, I'm I'm excited for more division. I uh, love the division too. Um, I want to go back to that world essentially, and I, I was excited for Heartland. And then now to find out this is a three two, I'm like, well, crap. You know, what are we gonna do here? Like, excited to see what what's coming down the pike here, but. Um, it's good to see that despite their kind of ups and downs that Ubisoft kind of seems to get in the news as far as hits and misses, um, people seem to be excited for this, but yet are kind of confused on how it was announced, you know, just kind of like, Oh, oh um. do you, do you think that maybe they didn't like, maybe he just said something he wasn't supposed to, or I was like, thinking that too, but I figured he would have come out and made a correction because again, these are old news stories at this point, and he hasn't spoken out and said, Oh, I actually meant the division heartland and not the division three. Like maybe he misspoken to something like that. But it's like, no, he said he's literally building a team, you know, developed by massive entertainment, doing that they're doing the division three. So Yeah. Okay. Well, normally you don't really say anything about a game until you've like made some of it. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like that's pretty you're calling your shot pretty early here. Right. I mean, I don't not that I would think that Ubisoft like wouldn't release another division game anyway. Like like oh, I wouldn't want that money, you know. That's one of the successful things they got going on, but yeah, it just was a weird way to announce it. No press conference, no, you know, Tokyo Game Show, no, you know, game awards show this fall like it was just kind of like no it was just announcing a press release saying this guy's the new brand ambassador you know for that that franchise and yet he's dropping announcements in his announcement so yeah. <laughs> yeah that is weird i mean the only way that i know of to release an announcement 
of a new game is a world premiere. World premiere. Console exclusive. Yeah, never been seen by human eyeballs. AI developed trailer. Oh, no, 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 no AI. Oh. Can't do that. Oh, yeah. No AI for anything. That's the artist. Stealing jobs. They don't like yep. that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Dang AI. Speaking of uh, announcements, <laughs> there's the old um, classic Segwu. Dude. I know we talked about this a little bit. There's a new, there's a Bluey game coming out. Yes, a Bluey there video it is. Game. And it's, it's a four-player co-op. I know. What the heck? What the heck and heck? I really wanted it to be like a Turtles beat 'em up or something, oh, but God, yeah. that or like Simpsons, I guess, would be the closest. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> no such luck though. Um, I'm you know what Bluey is, obviously. Like who? Anybody who has kids, how do you not know what it is? Uh, not to be confused with the blowy. <laughs> anybody with kids knows what that is as well. I would. No, hope. they don't. Oh, not anymore. They remember what it okay, was. Okay, that's fair. Fair. Guys and girls. I mean, really. Uh, outright games. Who are they? Sure, whatever. Oh, OG. Yeah, they make all the bad ones. Great. Yeah. Uh, announced multiplayer puzzle game Bluey, the video game in partnership with BBC Studios on September 19th, and revealed that it's coming to all of the things on November 17th. Up to four players can choose from Bluey, Bingo, Chili, Bandit, and participate in playable episodes by completing a range of mini games to unlock new costumes, stickers, and locations. So, I mean, they got to nail the 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 writing and the comedy, right? Yeah, I mean, so it's first off, the visuals. It looks like an episode of Bluey, right? Like it, they, what we've seen so far is spot on. Yeah, they yeah, have, yeah. They have the voice cast. It's the actual people. So that's, that's another big, big win. So I mean, like, Peppa, I feel like Peppa they're Pig taking it. Didn't have that one. Yeah. So like, I think they're taking it very seriously. But it's so funny that I think like it's all adults that are excited for this. <laughs> like <laughs> my, I told my kid and I mean, she's eight, but she still watches bluey. Like, cause I mean, blue is just an awesome show. Right. Yeah. yeah and, yeah. and she's like, Oh, that's cool. But I feel like I'm way more excited than she is to potentially play this game. And like yeah. unlocking new costumes, you know, the grannies are coming. Oh, Hell, here yeah. come the granny. Here I wonder if you can flip are... on some beans. Right. It's like this, this has such great potential and it's like so dumb. Like I just want it to be like, the era of GameCube games where you had like a lot of these four player games. It was like spent like Shrek two. If you ever played yeah. that one, like you just all, all the four characters on screen, just going through and mashing stuff. I know it's not that type of game, but that's what I just want. Yeah. So, you want that feeling. Yeah. So I'm hoping, like you said, the writing's going to be spot on, but visually it looks good. Audio, it should be spot on because it's the same voice talent. So it's really up to the writing, which I would imagine they just have these people write it or they're lifting directly from episodes and making it into like an interactive episode potentially um but yeah i'm super excited for it it's so stupid but i don't care i i agree i'm right there with you and any naysayers you gotta you gotta watch the show if you don't have kids then yeah maybe maybe you don't even then just watch it anyway yeah i mean i feel seen I don't yes. know about you, but I'm just like, all right. I will say there's a little bit of, wow, these parents are amazing and we'll never be that good of parents. Well, but, sure. But, uh, you know, it's like what you 
what you aspire to be eventually. So yes, and then you realize they have the same problems that people really have, like the whole Louie was a rainbow child, you know, like that type of thing. Yeah, too. like they yep. they deal with some deep stuff that kind of goes right over the kids' heads. But if you're a parent watching this, you're like, holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, yep, the episode where uh, Chili's sister couldn't have children, yes! and she was yes. like, "Sorry, I couldn't be hanging around you because it just reminded me about how I can't have children." And it's like you're, like you said, right over the kid's head. And yep. my wife's over there trying to hold it together. She's like, yes! "I'm not gonna cry," <laughs> you know. And it's yeah. like, "Dang, this is great." And the music oh, from like it, little ten minute, ten minute episodes. Episodes, so. yeah. And you're just like, "What is wrong with me?" <sighs> I love so it. Good. So good. I Can't hope this. I hope. I hope it makes me cry. This game. I, I already put in my review request for it. I don't. I don't give a fuck. I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Whether they give it to you or not, I'm buying. I'm reviewing it. I don't care. I want it to be be described as a souls like. So that's all I want. <laughs> it's a rogue like. Rogue like. If you yeah. lose Bandit, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, he's gone forever. Just don't lose I Bandit. Love it. You can lose Bingo. Nobody really cares. Oh, she's just having a bushwee. <laughs> Ah, uh, Lucas, the head of PlayStation stepping down. Good old Jim Ryan. He's he's leaving. Uh, he made enough money. He's like, okay, I can be done now. Yeah, I mean, say what you want about him, and the internet clearly has no qualm saying stuff about him. But Jim Ryan, <laughs> four years on the job, right? So, PlayStation Five breaks sales records. It's doubled down on prestige blockbuster games. Last of Us Part 1, Spider-Man 2 is about to drop. Last of Us had the TV show that was critically acclaimed, won all of the awards. You know, he's, you know, no 30 biggie. years. Right. I mean, look, what else can he do? <laughs> like, he's he's currently winning the console awards, right? You know, for people that still care about that type of thing. Um, that's still there. They continue to have these blockbuster um, exclusive games. They're investing their money in these things. You have your Gods of War, your Last of Us, your Spider-Man, all that stuff, Horizon, um, all these things here. Like They just hit after hit after hit. Dude has worked for at Sony for 30 years, though. So it's not like he's Dang. only been around. He's been head for four years. But he's been around for 30 years. Um, he's just finding it difficult to live in Europe, work in North America. He wants to just settle down. Like He's he's an old dude. What more does he have left to prove? Like He's just like, I'm just going to sit on my pile of money and, uh, you know, move along so he's officially leaving the position april of next year um hiroki totoki the sony group president uh ceo and cfo i know what a name huh yeah hiroki totoki um he'll help with the transition it does he will help with the transition take on the role of interim ceo once ryan leaves and will help search for the successor um there's been no announcements there as far as who's going to take his place but certainly i mean big shoes to fill right like yeah, he's kind of done how the do impossible you, for a while, you know. How do you compete with that? Even right. if you, even if you just keep things going the way they're going, like, okay, cool, thanks, but you're not the guy who like started it. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Uh, yeah, that's that's tough. They basically need somebody to come in and just like make sure that the ship doesn't go. A little left, a little right. Yeah, don't don't Just try and reinvent course. it. Yes, don't yeah. try and reinvent it. I mean, they've had you know they've had their certain disappointments. I say they they said they still say the PSVR two is doing well in comparison to the first one. I, I mean, I don't know anybody that has it, but I didn't really know anybody that had the first one. Like personally, I know some of our internet yeah. friends have it, but I've never experienced or seen one in somebody's house before, so I can't really speak on that. But if if they're reaching what their goals are then who are we to really say it's a failure? If they said we want to sell 100,000 units and they sold 300,000 units, 
well, they're going to consider it a victory, right? So it's, it's yeah. who are we to say anything about it? Um, the PlayStation Portal is coming soon, the handheld um, cloud device. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that I, goes. I mean, here's here's the thing. Like, I don't have the 200 bucks to just drop and spend that in now. Like, but in my head, I'm like, for me, this isn't bad. I'm like, if this really works, I, I could see myself using it. And for 200 bucks, oh, it doesn't sound bad. So it's like yeah, a lot of people like right off the bat were like, this is dumb. You can't just go anywhere I'm doing it. And it's like, well... The Nintendo Switch, you can't always do it either because you need internet access for certain things or it needs to check the licensing on it. If it's a digital thing, like so it's really the kind of I don't want to say it's the same thing. I was like, but the games is gonna play are gonna be a hell of a lot more impressive than what's on the Switch. So yep. like let's let's be real there. Has all the functionality of the 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 uh dual sense controller, so it has all that stuff there too. So it, it seems like a neat thing. So this guy's pushed the limit, you know, not only nailed the PS5 and that launch and the games and what they're producing, but it's also taken some chances and some more successful than others, but he's not just resting on his laurels, right? Like he tried to push and continue moving that needle there. So the next person needs to, I say, keep the course just like you did and, you know, stick with it. Don't reinvent the wheel. Nope. Don't get all crazy on me now. Ah, yeah, I I am looking forward to that that handheld because it it's it's for me. Don't get me wrong. I just I've read a lot of people say who have said like what you said, and it's just yeah. like just because something isn't necessarily for you doesn't mean you have to chime in and be like, oh, this thing sucks. Yeah, all like, the people that use the backbone, I'm like, it's the same thing. It's just a more enhanced version of the backbone that I don't have to use my phone for. Yeah, so I know exactly. it's going to work better anyway. So it's like for for I'm, that's what I'm really confused about. A lot of people are like this is dumb. Who want who's this for? I'm like. All of the people who use backbones on for Xbox and PlayStation, I'm like, it's the same thing, but it's a, it's an officially licensed one that doesn't require you to provide the hardware for it, and it's only a hundred dollars more than the backbone. So it's like the, the way things have been going, someone's gonna hack it and play emulators on oh, it. Oh god, anyway, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> it's just a matter of time. Uh, we talked a little bit about Mortal Kombat One. I got a double whammy for you. One's quick, the other one's got a little bit of meat on the bone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll start with the quick one. No one can stand uh, Natara's voice acting. Uh. It's it's Megan Fox is what it is. And Natara, if you're not uh, familiar, it's she's the one that has the wings. She looks like a vampire. Vampire. Yep. Uh, demon vampire lady. So here's I, here's my take on it. I can't stand her voice acting either. I don't play as that character, so I, I think she has like two lines in the story. Yeah, not much in the story. Yeah. yeah. I, I would like to believe that she had more and they were like, woof, <laughs> delete those, take them out. Um, but I agree. Uh, I know a lot of people had problems with uh, Ronda Rousey. Rousey. Yeah. Yep. Ronda um, Rousey. Yep. I didn't have as much problems with her no. as I do with this one. This one's like Agreed. just I don't know. Did they accidentally use like the 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 warm up ones where she's not actually acting and she just yeah. says the lines or or what? But it's yeah, I mean it's literally like anybody could do it and it is just like it just sounds so unfeeling and it's going back to the tabletop theme. It's like when my friends are trying to sound cool and badass, and they're just like, <laughs> you know, it's like I'm the bad guy. It's it's just like no, no, stop it. You don't. It doesn't. You don't sound right. There's a big difference between acting and voice acting. Clearly, so. yeah. And that's what's crazy. It's like, and the voice acting in Mortal Kombat One is really good. 
except yeah. for her. So that, that's the weird thing. Like the guy who plays Shang Tsung, man, is amazing, right? Like his voice acting, he's, oh. he's incredible. And he, I don't know if that's what his voice normally sounds like, but right. my God, he modeled himself to sound yes. like a young um, yes. Shang Tsung from the movies, which is yes. just like, what? <laughs> It's crazy, but yeah, it's it, the rest of the cast is unbelievable, and then Megan Fox sounds like probably worse because of that too, right? It's just completely yeah, sticks like, out. It's like you got called on in class to read the next paragraph in the story, and that's how you read it. Like one day, the boy went to the forest and got you know the sword of Hyrule, yes. whatever the case. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just like that. It's like you're an actress. How can you not do that? Like, I know they're different things. Don't get me wrong. And I know voice acting can be incredibly tough, but if you're an actor, even just using your normal voice, you should be able to inflect emotion, right? Because you do that in acting. Yeah. They don't need to see you to do that. You know? I mean, <sighs> I could pretend like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but if I'm getting paid money, you sure as hell better believe I could at least be like, all right, let's just be stupid and goofy. I guess I'm playing a vampire lady with wings. Okay, cool. I think she sounds like this, you know? And then, put some inflection like even if you went over the top that would be way better than yeah i am here to kill you and she went and did press for this too afterwards so it's not even like she just did the voice acting and like dropped it's like i'm gonna take my paycheck and go she was like talking to people how excited she was to do this like and then that's what came out you're like i i understand ronda rousey not being able to do it you know okay her only acting is is in wrestling essentially at this point in her life like so it's not the same thing she's not known for her mic work so it's like i get it but megan fox should be better than ronda rousey and she definitely was not yeah not not by a long shot i mean i they they had to get a different voice actress to do like all the other sound effect type oh sure yeah yeah yeah. oh she even had less to do than a typical voice actor would so it's just like what really needs to happen is they need to stop getting uh celebrities to do voices yeah unless they can actually do it but yeah yeah i mean if you want to if you want to get somebody who comedians they tend to be able to do voice acting fairly well yeah that's fine but like man stop just picking whoever you feel like like just because somebody did megan fox say she likes mortal Kombat like once when she was like she oh yeah i used to play mortal Kombat 3 when i was 12 Ed Boone is a big Machine Gun Kelly fan. That's what it was. Johnny Cage in the next one is Machine Gun Kelly. Just call oh him my, now. So. Uh, yeah, yes, and he's got a skin and everything. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, so that needs to just stop. Just stop. Don't Agreed. do it anymore. Knock it off, Ed. Certainly, that her character will not be featured in the next story, I would <laughs> Yeah, the DLC expansion? I don't think so. It's all about her. You only play as her. Oh, God. That There's going to be a season where it's like that. You realize that in that... Uh, that special mode. There's gonna be a season all about her. Actually, yeah. there is. Uh, oh, because it was leaked, right? It was leaked, so there is a season. But I can't imagine they're gonna ever talk more. I mean, during this one, I don't think this first one was about Scorpion, and I don't think he talked once. Yeah, say I don't think so once. either. Yeah, it was mostly uh, uh, not Kung Lao, Liu Kang. Yeah. So I don't know, but more importantly, and here's the thing. I have seen a lot of people who are in the uh, online community who play this competitively, Mortal Kombat. Great um, people. Yeah, yeah. Complain about the game. And they, they are saying, like, oh, it's not as... Like, I, I learned that all the people who are mostly... Compl- most of the people I've read, I should say, 
no blanket statements. Those are bad. Um, I like. I, I re- I'll make that statement. <laughs> there you go. You're gonna get canceled now. Uh, no blankets here. for you. Where am I at? Oh my gosh! It, what was it? Was that a dragon's tail? What is that? The blanket. Oh okay, like the weird little bulbs on it and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't it's know. Little, like it's yeah. yeah, it looked like it had like a spine or something. I don't know. Stop Anyways. looking at my balls. Sorry, sorry. They were blue, so I had to look. Um, <laughs> so I've realized the people who were complaining about it mostly were complaining about online play. It turns out for good reason. Now I'm not. I'm not an expert in this. You know, I'm no uh, Sonic Fox or whatever his name is. I don't know the guy who can the person who can apparently pick up every fighting game and and play it. Um, so there's this little bias towards the the player one in an online game that has advantage against the second player. So like when you match up to an opponent, you've already picked what character you're going to be, and it uh, randomly chooses who's first and who's second. Mm-hmm. So whoever's in first apparently has this advantage. I'm not 100% sure how this works, but I will explain what they're showing in this video as they've written it, and maybe that will help make it so you can understand why this is a problem. So in the video, player one has the ability to pull off the combo no matter what side or stance they're in, but as soon as player two attempts the same combo, they can't get it at all. To prove this is a game-wide issue and not just a problem with Sub-Zero, assuming that's who they used in the video, um, the player then puts on a mirror match with Katana, and the exact same issue occurs, meaning this probably affects most, if not all, of the game's entire roster. So a combo is a pretty serious deal. If you can't if you can't do the combos, then you're not going to be able to win against even a mid-tier online mm. player. Yeah, you know? yeah. You're only going to win against little Jimmy who can only press the same uppercut. Mom, this guy's beating me. <laughs> Mom, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fighting game. You had to do one. You, there was one thing you had to get right. Button mashing. Exactly. Trapping him in the corner and uppercuts for days. Yeah. Get over here. I mean, oof, like that's bad. If you're expecting your game to be in a like fighting tournament or anything like that, oh yeah, they gotta get that fixed for doing that they, for sure. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, it was, it was surprising. But like, I stay away from the online anyway. Like, I I, I treat Mortal Kombat as a single player game, except for like that one time <laughs> I sat and played uh, with Josh a little bit, you know, at a, a extra life. So it's like, oh, now it's like, nah, I'm not, I'm not messing with that. I'll just get smoked. I'm I no played the least. I can't do I, that. I played one online match on this game, and I probably played three on the last game. All scorpions. That, that's when you know <laughs> it's just going to be like, okay, I'm, I'm, why bother? You're going to have a bad time. Yep. Speaking of a bad time, uh, the hit pirate game Sea of Thieves, Lucas, is oh yeah, finally, it's finally getting a single player mode after all of this time. So this this story is just for skinny matt who's probably not even listening but over 25 <laughs> million people have played sea of thieves so far it does have an audience so despite my qualms with the game people play this game and they still continue to play it so they're and doing something quit it. that too um they've done expansions with pirates of the caribbean uh, monkey island most recently stuff like that too well the new season that comes out october is it 16th 18th will allow 
a mode called Safer Seas, which will let players explore in private sessions without the threat of a PvP starting in December. So Safer Seas is intended to offer a gentler introduction to CFTs for new players is providing a quieter map for existing players looking to pursue their own solo adventures. If you're hoping to get some peaceful fishing done or complete a few tall tales without interference, Safer Seas is the perfect choice. Uh, I love this idea. Um, it was supposed to happen earlier in the year, but it's been delayed a few times, probably because they're, they're working all the bugs out. They've Rare has really taken a lot of pride in this game, so I don't fault them for pushing it back. But the couple times I've tried to play this game and get into it, uh, that's been my biggest problem. Is like you just can't get anything done without being bombarded by somebody else, right? Yeah. So by eliminating that, I can enjoy this expansion stuff they've done with you know uh, Monkey Island, Pirates of the Caribbean. Like I want to experience all this stuff. I want. I want to play it. I think the art style is cool. The concept is cool. It's just too much I, I need it toned down just a little bit i need i need an easy mode i need a dad mode if you will um to enjoy what they've put out there so i'm i'm actually looking forward i'm looking forward to playing it so i i'm in i'm in on this one i think so you you want to practice safer seas is what you're saying you should always practice safe seas mm, that's true you don't want to have to watch out for semen that's true because they shoot at you mm -hmm. you'll get all wet they just balls at you yep then they try and board you hostile takeover <laughs> so and they poke you with their swords yes tell you to walk their plank i don't know um but anyway so other things being added um there's guilds the captain pledges a ship letting up to 24 players join together and borrow one of those vessels and cosmetic items when they're not aligned so basically they're making clans um competitive questing fantastic yeah some competitive questing coming in, uh, you know, like leaderboards for exclusive prizes or stuff coming there, and then the safer seas coming. Um, it will give you a maximum rank of 40 if you're playing on safer seas. You can't go above that. Um, and they'll reduce the rewards you get due to the less in danger. But again, that's fine. If I want to just experience what this game has to offer, I don't need to be higher than that or be able to take down enemies like right away. Like, it's fine. I'm okay with that. Well, and what they did too is you can play it with friends as long as yeah. they're on oh, your yeah. team. So that's yep. that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I thought it was just alone, which I mean that's okay too. Because like when I actually gave this game a fair shake, I was playing it because my son was interested in in the yeah. whole pirate thing and he wanted to watch me play. And then of course it's like after five minutes, it's you know you don't see anyone for like. 20 minutes and then after yeah. five minutes it's like dad why is that guy squatting on your face over your dead body and it's like well son that's what the internet is so that's called teabagging son yeah you'll learn about it when you're older <laughs> or when you reach middle school gym class yeah that's true that's true uh yeah i mean they really are dedicated to actually providing content and that's a lot more yeah. than i can say about other games even though i Absolutely. continually make fun of this one it's you no, know, it's true. It's valid. And you know what? If this guy, if I try this and I hate this too, I'll just go right back to making fun of it. But I give him a pause for trying. So. <laughs> it is true. what it is. Um, so that's it for the headlines we got. Uh, real quick as we wrap up the show uh, for this month, uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about the Game Pass editions uh, for October and stuff coming to PS Plus for October as well. So available right now on PlayStation Plus if you're a member uh, is Callisto Protocol, which we both have. So played. did you did you beat it? Yes. And okay, I'm mad I not. because I bought it. I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> um, 
So I'm definitely going back and playing this. I kind of forgot about it. That's a problem. Like other stuff came out around the same time. I feel like, and I got tied up doing reviews and didn't get to play as much as I wanted to. Yeah, I didn't have anything distracting me like that. So. Yeah. So I'm I'm definitely going back, especially for spooky season. I think it's a great time to go for it. And, and what I played, I really enjoyed. So I'm it's all for it. I have nothing bad to say. So about much it. better than anybody. I don't know what everybody. The, the studio closed. That made Callisto Protocol. I'm like, why? They made a perfectly decent game. If this yep. was. If this was on the PS2, they'd be making a second one. But <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know why our standards suddenly have, everything has to be dark or um, Dead Space. So. Yeah, which I haven't heard people talk about Dead Space. I, I feel like more people talked about Callisto Protocol, even if it was bad, than talked about Dead Space yeah. at all since it came I, out. I so agree. I'm like, which I still haven't gotten the remake for that yet either. I'm still waiting to see that price go below thirty. I haven't yet. I keep seeing like forty, and I'm like, mm, hold. It's because it's good. It's because they were like, oh, we got good scores. Yeah, I, I if think it's, so. If it's good, they, they don't drop it below 40. If it's bad, yeah. it's like, oh, 15 bucks next month. Yeah. Um, the other two titles up there is Weird West and Farming Simulator 2022. So what a, um, go, go out there and get your free selection. Game. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, game Pass added, um, already available right now. Gotham Knights uh, and Lamp Lighters League are available right now as of October 3rd. Uh, haven't played Lamplighters League, but that looks like it's another uh, RTS game, I believe. Uh, um, I did take, I think I took a look at it and was like, oh, okay, that's what turn-based. that is. Uh, yeah. It's turn-based, but turn-based, then it sorry. goes into uh, regular uh, um, real-time when you're between fights. I, I played, like, the first level. Ah, okay, okay. Um, and then Gotham Knights, which I played, I beat. Um, it's not as bad as people gave it flack for. Yes, it's not Arkham Knight, but it's a perfectly acceptable... Um, batman-esque game i think the story was really good i think the boss battle encounters and stuff you had in there were fun so um yeah definitely check it out i I would say if you were a fan of any of the batman games at least i think we both agreed that you'll figure out who your favorite one is favorite of the four to play with is and then you just pretty much stick with them but yeah i never i never switched once once i found the one i never switched back i just kept sticking with it so and i mean each of the characters are different enough too you'll find one that adapts to the play style that you want to do too yeah there's enough variation in them that they feel different so you can find the one that best suits you and kind of breeze through it um then coming october 10th is forza motorsport um i've already played it i've already reviewed it um you can read more on gamesreviews.com. I'll go into big details, except that it looks absolutely stunning. Uh, mechanically, it is perfection. Um, it feels the way it should. It is an authentic, real racer. So no big set pieces, no jumps, no crazy courses. These are real race tracks. You're just racing to shave seconds off your time. I will say after a while, it is utterly boring as all hell. There's no, well, there's no music. There's no, like, and it's just no variation. It's like you, you practice the track for three races. Then you race the track for five laps. Then you move on to the next one. You keep doing the same thing. It's just too much repetition without any excitement to get you going. And you have to level up each car individually. You can't just buy upgrades and apply it to whatever car you want. You have to grind each car and level it up. I'm going to grind all of those cars so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Get motor, get motor fest instead. (laughs) Ubisoft one. It's more fun. Um, then a game I know you like, the yes, to it, is coming out. City Skylines 2 coming out October 24th. I am pumped um, for that. Yeah, I want to check it out. I didn't play the first one. I, you know, I was a SimCity guy, and I know this was similar, but I never never give it a whirl, so I'm just going to wait for 2 and jump in. It They did the smart thing, from what I can tell, and they said, what was everybody just modding on our game uh, uh, of our first one? Like they've fixed things that were wrong with like roads and all sorts of headaches. Like 
Uh, two instances I can think of right off the bat real quick are they didn't have roundabouts built in at first. So you had to make your own roundabouts. Okay. Which That's was a pain in the ass. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the other thing was you couldn't have dedicated turn lanes. And so like towards the end game, when you when you have an actual city, it suddenly becomes a giant puzzle of how do you manage traffic? And that's part of what I like about it is there's this like puzzle aspect to it. But when you can't really control the finer granular detail of like how the how the road works, mm-hmm. like if you don't have all the tools that they have in real life, it can make it very difficult. Especially when you find out that like you didn't account for needing to place a football field in the middle of the city. You know what I mean? So like you're trying to figure out how do I reroute all this stuff? Well, if you can't have that fine detail control, then you get frustrated. It's not, it's not, it doesn't even break the game. It's just like, all right, well, I know I can't do this. I can't make roundabouts for instance, or whatever. So I'll just come up with some stupid workaround. That's not realistic, but it'll Mm -hmm. work for me. So I'm excited for different things like that. Like the people have their own lives. You can follow someone from their, from the beginning of their life all the way to their death. If you wanted to, the way that they um, maneuver around the, the city is based not only on what they're trying to achieve, but where they're at in their life. So if they're like a a middle, if they're like a middle-class student, they're going to use like transport public transportation and stuff like that a lot they're going to walk um but if they're like an older business person they'll take their car they won't Mm -hmm. be so um bothered by taking roundabout ways or um, going out to you know drive 10 miles to go to the store as opposed to needing one that's within walking distance walking distance sure yeah Yeah. Uh, i would i would suggest anybody just go to their youtube channel and they have all these really awesome breakdowns of each like game specific mechanic and they talk about it in in depth but also it's only like five minutes like if you want to watch somebody play that mechanic for like 20 minutes you can but um that's how i've been learning like what changes they've made so nice excited for it yeah, uh, a game actually I was excited for for a while, um, which was like announced really early on on the Switch, was Maniko's Night Market. Um, it just came out on Switch, I think, like last week or in the last couple weeks. Oh. Uh, so it's hitting Game Pass and PS5 uh, on October 26th. Um, <laughs> excuse me. So I'll be giving that a whirl when that drops. And then the last two games uh, coming out on Halloween, Headbangers, Rhythm Royale, and Jossant are both coming as well. I don't know what the headbangers thing is. I think it's supposed to be like, um, what was that game on Switch or 3DS? Um, Rhythm Fever. Oh, um, I think it's supposed to be something like that. Rhythm Theater or Beat? No, no, no. That's that's the the Final <laughs> Fantasy one. Um, Elite Beat Agents. If you remember that one too, that was like oh, a yeah, pseudo yeah. action game that followed Beats. I think it's the Beats, same thing. Yeah, okay. something, something similar to that. And then Jassant is like uh, adventure. RPG esque kind of thing about climbing a giant tower. I was gonna say, yeah, it looked interesting, but yeah. then I saw it was on, you know, uh, coming to this, I was like, okay, I don't have to worry about it. When it when it shows up, I'll click download and check it out eventually. Exactly. There was another one on here that I was checking, um, but it actually got pushed back to November, which was uh, played up, which is a um, overcooked esque game that's coming to game. Oh, yeah. But yep. that got pushed to November second, so it got bumped just a couple more days. So I'll have to wait a little bit longer for that one. Ah, uh, okay. 
awesome. I'll be excited to check that one out when it drops because I'm always a sucker for those co-op cooking games as it is. But yeah, yeah, that's that's what you can experience in October or already can and experience in October. And with that, Lucas, that brings our, our episode this month to an end, to a close. Nice. It's closing time. Open up all the doors and let them out into the world. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. That's true. Or at Lucas's house. You can't stay here or or his house. I don't have a guest room, so. You can't even feed your kids, so you can't have people. For ju- Guys, for just $1. I missed it. I missed begging online. <laughs> it's great. I know, it's all, it's all back. Um, so a quick thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. Uh, next time I'll, I'll have a list that I can actually say our names. But you know who you are. If you're hearing this, it's you. Or you're an evil bastard who somehow pirated this episode for some reason, which I applaud the effort. But God, man, why? Um, yeah. Yeah, and special uh, thank you, shout out to Tom Servo, who actually made our theme music for the show, Lucas, which you haven't even heard yet. Oh my god, is it an eight-minute Tool-esque um, diatribe? I'm not even going to trim it either. You gotta, you gotta listen to the whole thing at the beginning and the end of every episode. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah. I look forward to that. Absolutely. Well, thank you all for listening. Um, encourage you to tell your friends, get more people to sign for the Patreon. We have more shows dropping. Um, each and every month, the goal, knock on wood, is to have a different experience for you each and every week, um, featuring the different players here. So myself, Lucas, Jason, maybe even Tom Servo, and maybe even our colorful cast of characters that we know and have relations with, not relationships, sexual. Relations. Oh, oh, yes. yeah, yeah, the night kind. Yeah, that's what Maniko's night market's actually really about. <laughs> on that yeah. note, everyone, good night, yes. good luck, Godspeed. And remember to never stop gaming.